Bump a oh. little bit. Oh, what? There's a wine Since glass. you already... Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> they just get bigger and bigger. <laughs> 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 All right, Mary. Action. with me. Hey! Hi! Welcome to Spoiler. Our pot. I don't know why I said it like that. Welcome. Uh, I'm Mary Clohan. I'm Julie Drexler Johnson. And we are joined here today by Zach Willis. Hello. Hi, Zach Willis. Hi. Hi. Hey, 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 hey everybody. Who's crying? It's hard to be places. It's hard to outside, guys. This is a this is a big deal. I know. It's a big deal that we're all gathered gathered you around today yes. made the trek to Astoria mm. in the rain we're all around a warm table it's amazing the story is fun because you can like look out the train uh, yeah. windows yeah and see it is you fun. know the whole neighborhood something besides a wall <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tunnel yeah yeah I love it here you can see the city skyline which is a cool perk because you're That's not cool. in a place like Dumbo but uh-huh. then you still get like a cool view of Manhattan every yes. day Manhattan. Manhattan. The island of Manhattan. You know what? I've been like pronouncing words like Moira Rose lately. It's so embarrassing. From Schitt's Creek? No? Nothing. Oh, I, have, that, I haven't watched that. Too bad we didn't do Schitt's Creek uh, for this episode. Yeah. Too bad. Uh, fuck. She's like a washed up, you know, retired actor. And she is says it, like, ooh, ah, like Nazis. all the, you know. Is that Catherine O'Hara's character? Oh, yes. I feel like that's her character in Man- every movie. is the crazy actor. Uh-huh. Manhattan. Yeah. I like to act like her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Ooh. Anyways, welcome to the podcast. Today, um, we're going to be doing the movie Scream, which Zach Willis has never seen. <laughs> shame. No. Shame. Okay. No, we don't shame That's our fair. guests. That's fair. No. I, I don't mind. Okay. Shame. Shame. <laughs> shame. Shame yeah. on you. Shame. Yeah. Um, so Zach has only seen the last 90 seconds yes. of the 19, let's be specific. It's the 1996, the first screen. Cause now there's been a hundred sequels, 50 to a hundred, mm-hmm. 50 to 100 and a whole parody <coughs> uh, and a, se- yeah, scary movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's seen the last 90 seconds and based off of that last 90 seconds, he is going to regale us uh, with what he thinks the rest of the movie might possibly be about. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's great. I was a little bit nervous when we picked this because I'm very scared of movies Mm -hmm. that are scary. (laughs) All movies. And movies that aren't scary. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... Mary Poppins was... Yeah. Uh, So, I don't know Mary's history with this movie, but... I had seen it too young. Like, it was one of those movies where it was vague in my memory as a young child watching it too young. Yeah. Like, I used to watch Chucky at, like, sleepovers, too. It was, like, so scary. But, anyway, I rewatched it when we picked this for your episode, and I was so bad at it. I watched it by myself. I watched it in segments because I was so afraid. Mm. Really bad at scary movies, so. Didn't you... You texted me and told me you just watched the... 14 most popular scenes mm. online like <laughs> then you've watched the whole movie yeah that's how i started <laughs> i read the plot and then i watched a youtube compilation of the best of 16 scenes and it was a lot of the movie it seems like it would be i mean how many scenes can the movie it's only have? Hours, it must be like 30 something scenes total right? <laughs> i was so scared 
Anyway, I don't know what you're... Which is incredible to me, because I'm dead inside, and movies don't scare me anymore. Because I think I started... I mean, I watched all of the Chucky movies when I was little, <coughs> and I think I had the opposite effect of this. I just became desensitized mm-hmm. um, to horror movies, so I don't feel any... I eat, like, spaghetti and meatballs while I'm watching slashers, and it does nothing. Mm. You mean because it would then feel like you're eating blood yes. and guts and it yeah. doesn't nice. feel that's that. just specific because so my cool. mom made fun of me one time for watching a horror movie or I was watching an ER show like where they're operating and I was eating spaghetti and she was like what if I birthed <laughs> what wow. have I done yeah it's a really scary thing I was watching it I had the laptop open on my lap top on my lap and then I was perfect on, use of a laptop I was on my phone <laughs> in front of it and also looking away (laughs) (laughs) so i went through a lot for this zach yeah that's what i'm saying wow i'm thank you yeah uh so has this um question up top like how often does this movie come up because it's like in in the cultural landscape there's movies that are always come up and if you're like i haven't like i haven't seen star wars and everybody's like oh man just just go die yeah yeah i mean yeah well, so I love scary movies um, so much, but for some reason I never got into the slasher subgenre. Mm. So I haven't seen, or like especially like the teen ones. So I haven't seen Scream. I haven't seen I Know What You Did Last Summer. I haven't seen um, Friday the Thirteenth. I haven't seen Halloween. Uh, but I know like The Conjuring front to back. You know what I mean? Like I love that stuff. I love like Poltergeist or. Uh, uh, like Baba Duke, like all that stuff is, uh, I'm all about like the supernatural ones, even like uh, wow. Paranormal Activity, Blair Witch, all that stuff is my favorite. And then Chucky, all, I think anything where it seems to involve a knife, I'm just not into it. Ooh. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think I saw that saw. one. Uh, Do we consider saw, that a scary movie? No. It is scary, yeah. but I wouldn't consider that a slasher. Saw. I would consider that like a psychological Psych- mm-hmm. thriller. And so the Saw movies, I, I did, I have watched a bunch of them. Not all. But you just Who can like watch knives. all the Saw movies? There's like 15. I'm just not into like people running around with a knife yeah. stabbing teens who are fucking. Although mm-hmm. that said, <laughs> I did, the one that I did watch, oh, can I see? Is it oh, okay? Yeah, okay, okay, well, yeah, we're all saying uh, We're all saying fucking. <laughs> I have watched um, Cabin in the Woods, uh, I which I know is a that. parody of those, mm-hmm. uh, but. Did uh, you like it? I love that Me movie. Me too. That was Me too. I love yeah. that movie. Amazing freaking movie. Yeah. I have I don't want to give away too much. I held we have hands stuff to talk about. Later. I held hands for the first time during Saw 1 with a boy. <laughs> Ooh. There's just something so romantic about a guy cutting off his leg. <laughs> that vice is around his head. It just goes off your like, oh. <laughs> Do you guys remember your first handhold? It was big for me, okay? Like a real handhold. Yeah. Oh my god. I just like retreated back into the Let's make a place. horror film. It was the 9-11 movie with Nick Cage. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. Man, I don't remember my first... I don't remember my <laughs> first hand. Zach has never held your hand. Uh, that memory is lost uh, forever. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, have they? Uh, okay, well, mine was during a scary movie. Uh... But yeah, does this come up? Like, do you have to... Oh, so I think it does... The reason why I brought all that up is because I think it does come up, but I can't tell if there's a reference being made to Scream or if it's being made to Mm. Friday the 13th or like whatever. Like, so that genre comes up a lot, but I don't know if it's a reference to Scream specifically Mm. or one of the other movies of that genre. 
cool. Yeah, because Scream specifically in my life has not come up that. No, it's more so the visual, like the mask. Yes. You know, knowing it's the ghost face. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Well, now I know that. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> well, and I know that masks are very common. Like I know Jason wears a mask, but he's not from Scream, mm-hmm. but he's from Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Okay. Cool. So I know that he wears a mask, like a hockey mask. Yeah. Masks uh, are so scary. Yeah. Don't we all wear masks though? You know wow. what I mean? Oh my God. Yeah. Right. I've never thought about that. Crazy. Anyways, we'll do a device theater piece. We'll about talk about it later. later. It's funny because we were the other option that we were looking at that we were almost going to do was rent. Mm, yes. <laughs> and I was actually really hoping you knew nothing about it because I wanted you to jump into a lot of songs. Oh yeah, yeah. I well, well. I mean, this podcast isn't about that, but I know the M song. And I know, like, like vaguely, it's about like a bunch of bohemian people in the East Village, and also it's also about the AIDS epidemic yeah, too. Yeah. Okay, cool. You know too much. Then okay, you, yeah. Then yeah. you know Rent. I know <laughs> that's. I know more about Rent than I know about Scream for sure. Good. Rent is crazy. Rent had like a bigger <clears throat> groundswell than Hamilton, but there wasn't social media, oh, so yeah. it, was, it was like that type of craze. In the 90s. Same year as Scream. Was it really? 96, I think. I think there was a chunk of time in the 90s where I just missed all the cultural stuff. Really? Yeah, I was like, well, I was like very, there was like a brief period of time where I would listen to Z100 and like, and I, I, um. (laughs) No, 94, sorry. uh, 94 was Mm -hmm. Rent. Okay. And then I just uh, became like vehemently anti-pop culture of Mm -hmm. the time. And so there's like sort of this big blank spot um, for a lot of pop culture stuff in the 90s because I got really into classic rock. And so I just listened to that mm-hmm. all the time. Like like uh, like I would listen to a ton of like The Who and Jimi Hendrix and like Yes. Uh, and that, like that's all I would listen to is like that stuff. And then um, movie wise, I was really into like I did get into like the Lord of the Rings stuff, but um uh, otherwise, I would just watch like a lot of Monty Python, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to be like hey, Monty Python. It was just like I I wish I had paid more attention to pop culture at the time, so yeah. I could like keep up with the references. And stuff. Yeah. I've had to do a lot of work as an adult uh, going back mm-hmm. and like going through like oh I remember all these songs that came out in 1997. This year was great. Why yeah. didn't I have you know all these al- albums and stuff? I did the same thing. Yeah. When I was in high school, the term being indie was really in. Oh, yeah. Remember when that was big? I mean, I don't know how old you are, but that was always like, and you wouldn't subscribe to really popular stuff at that time. Like, you would yeah. like classic rock. And I remember going on road trips to go watch weird bands in Atlanta and stuff. Same. Yeah, I uh, was like, into, I went straight from like anti modern culture into like, wish I was born in the 60s. To, and went straight to like, I'm I'm into the magnetic fields and the shins. I'm an indie guy. Oh yeah, that was, uh, I was into the shins. Yeah, I saw of Montreal live like four times. Oh nice. Like not joking. Yeah. I was like, mom, I have to. And I was like, drive. It's a spiritual to, experience. To go watch. I remember driving up to Vassar with my uh, friend who had a car, and she would chain smoke in the car. Uh, cool. And we went to go see um, Rilo Kylie uh, oh, play wow. at Vassar, and they were like this new like oh. That this band, it's got Pinsky from Pete and Pete in it. 
Do you, you know what I'm so talking about? No, <laughs> not, not even, not even. Uh, do no. you remember the show Pete and Pete? No. I'm, no. I think I'm a little older than you guys. It was on Nickelodeon. Uh, oh, I didn't have cable, so it doesn't matter. Got it. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. That kid, cool. Um, that was indie. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of indie, indie, the Pete and Pete was like a like was during the era of Nickelodeon where they would put on all sorts of really weird shows. Like I remember Pinky and mm. the Brain. Was it like of that? Uh, it was even a little bit before oh, that. Okay. This was like during the time of like early Ren and Stimpy. Uh, okay, Pete and yeah. Pete was on, and I've um, never like heard Snick. Of this. Uh, so like all that. Uh, which launched the careers of Amanda Bynes and Kenan Thompson. Oh, wow, um, yeah. uh, And Pete and Pete was this really, really weird show about two brothers named, who both, were both named Pete. Uh, and it had <laughs> Oh, they actually used a lot of magnetic fields in that song. They had a band called Polaris, which is a sick indie band. Um uh, there was oh Iggy Pop played one of the played like one of their friends' dad on it. I've never heard great. of this. This girl who had a cast, and she wouldn't go. She moved to the town. She had a cast. Uh, oh, she was the girl who played Harriet the Spy later. I forget the actress's oh, name. Oh, um, I know who you're talking about. It'll come to me. Yeah. in the middle of the podcast. And I'll Google they, it. They uh, had just moved to the town. Yes, uh, Michelle, Eileen. Michelle. Eileen. That sounds right. Trachtenberg. Maybe Eileen was her character oh gosh, in the show. Be so good. Um, but it was that. It was kind of that era uh, wow. of Nickelodeon. That's, that's cool. That reminds me of my dad's joke, Pete and repeat, we're in a boat and one jumped out. No, what is it? Pete and repeat, we're in a boat. What is the joke? Do you know I don't know. Uh, it feels Pete, like their Pete names are the out. joke. Pete and repeat, Sorry. In Pete and no, repeat, we're, gonna... we're in a boat. Pete jumped out. Who was left? Repeat. Oh, and then you say repeat and then you say the joke Summer. again. And then we're like, who the would joke. be named that's repeat? That's funny. That's a that's a good Just dad joke. That's quintessential dad that joke. That truly is. It's one of the most Makes dad no type sense. jokes. No one's named Repeat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know it's premised on like a, like an extre- the the name is doing extremely heavy lifting. <laughs> and you're asking the, the person to say Repeat. Right. And they're like, I'm not familiar with this name. You're asking me to say it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so should we move on to trivia? Mm. I feel like this is this is a nice time to do that. Yes. Please. I just have a few bits because. Most of my trivia was like way too much of a spoiler. Yeah. Um, and not in the way we want it to be one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so the first thing I want to say is that Courtney Cox and David Arquette are in this movie. Okay. Which I, I didn't know. Yeah, when I watched the clip, um, I was like, I know I'm supposed to know her. That's, just from is friends. that Courtney Cox? Yeah, guess what? Never watched Friends. What? I, that's, that's the same. That's the time period that we're talking about, guys, yeah. though, right? Like, uh, wow. Uh, Did you know that Friends didn't didn't acknowledge 9-11 happening? It was still on during 9-11? It went went for 10 years around around 95 to 2000. Or 95. I don't know. How did they not do a very special episode? They didn't episode. Like it and they got up. so much flack for it. Yeah. Because yeah. one of their shots was the Twin Towers, like the in-between shots, the, the transition oh, things. Oh, God. Like, what if they... Oh. Uh, this is, I'm not going to say a joke. Nothing. Well, <laughs> about 9-11? <laughs> well, it's like, what if, what if like they got flack for it and then they, to like make up for it, they, they changed that shot to like the 9-11 shot? <laughs> 
<laughs> and just like put that <laughs> in between scenes and then didn't acknowledge it at all other and than that. And then Ross comes over and she's like, Monica! What did I just see? <laughs> Could there be any more terrorism? How are you <laughs> quoting Friends? You've never seen it? Because uh, I just watch people quote it enough so to good. like know. How's it a verbatim quote? Could there be any more, more terrorism? terrorism? <laughs> Episode 3, season 18. The one with <laughs> terrorism. Yeah. You know what else I was doing during like 90, 1995 is I was playing a lot of video games. So I can like talk to you about that was a golden age for like, mm. uh, like Japanese style RPG games. You had your Chrono Trigger. You had your Final oh my Fantasy gosh, yeah. like, uh, uh, Five. Um, you had your Secret of Mana. You had uh, what a system couple, are you talking about? Uh, SNES. What? You had your Super Mario RPG. Um, these were all games that came out in like 1995 ish. I think we um, had a Super Nintendo, or and then we had a. PlayStation 1, so I don't think any of the things you listed yeah. involved my Super, life. No, this is Super Nintendo, SNES, Super Nintendo That's Entertainment System. That's what you call it? Yeah. SNES? Yeah. SNES? I thought that was something for, um, <laughs> what am I thinking of? Sonic. What do you play Sonic on? Uh, Gen- or, uh, Sega, Sega. But, like, depending um, on which Sonic game it could oh. be. Like. I thought you were saying S for Sega, and it was another, oh, an acronym for Sega. And that I was makes like, sense. I didn't have that, so I'm just going to move on. <laughs> well, because there was Nintendo Entertainment System. That was the first one. And then NES. the next one was Super Nintendo Entertainment System. We have one in this apartment. A Super you Nintendo? Oh, right. Damn, that's awesome. Oh, is yeah. it one of the new ones? That no, it's old. Get out of here. We have still work. Super Mario World. We can play it. Do you blow in the games a lot? Yeah. No. That, that mean, is yeah. exactly like... <laughs> I, as soon as you said that, I got like the feeling of blowing into those games. <sighs> Wait, it's not working, guys. You it know works. what is crazy? Um, so I have a, a MacBook Air laptop, uh-huh. and like every Mac product, um, the pl- like the plugs for it, you know, just Get got shitty after like started like like breaking apart on their own un- under no stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Mac plug that I've ever had has started doing that after like a year. Yeah, not anyway. to mention they change the thing every time they do exactly. it. Exactly, so yeah. 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 I hate them so much. Um, but that uh, that blowing technique, um, the plug wasn't working, uh, uh, and so I would I tried blowing on it, and now it makes my plug, it's like giving me extra longevity with my plug, that the magnetic thing that like mm-hmm. goes uh, into the computer. Yeah, because they collect a lot of dust. Yeah. yeah. Oh there. yeah, I blow into blow. that spot right there. The little, <laughs> blow right I mean, Julie has there. a, <laughs> yeah, so mine will do that and then the, the little thing won't light up and then I'll unplug it and I'll go. Blow. And you'll be like, thank God I played video games well, in the night. Yeah, I'm so like, I know, I know the this. secrets that, yeah, that these Gen Zers will never understand. <laughs> oh yeah, we can play it. we can play it tonight after we finish this Sweet. movie. Sick. Mm-hmm. Um, after we write this movie. So, Monica from Friends is in it. Okay. Yeah. And it's where she met her husband. I think they're divorced now, but David Arquette. They're both uh, in yeah. it. Um, it was originally called Scary Movie, and then they changed it, and then there was later a parody series, I think. Scary Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Five, yeah. Six, seven, eight, those, forever. Yeah. Um, so that's trivia, but also, like, I was kind of surprised. They were calling it Scary Movie. That was the original title they were going to use. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's directed by Wes Craven, who, you know. We all know. We all know. We all know. I think he does cameos in every one of his movies, too. He's in this movie. He plays a janitor. Interesting. Oh, remember? Okay. Oh, you remember the janitor scene, Mary? What else specific? Well, now i got to add a janitor in. Uh, what else specifically does did he... Make uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think the ones you had listed. Okay. Like, um, okay. 
I have to look it up. I looked him up. I, I'm not, again, I'm so scared of movies like this, so I'm not knowledgeable about a yeah. lot of the behind the scenes. Um, but Wes Craven, um, Bibbery and Boom. I don't think he did the Friday the 13th. He might have. Well, he did Scream. Well, <laughs> um, Jeepers Creep. No, um, no. What? Okay, this is not what I'm going to be doing on this podcast right now. <laughs> um, Drew Barrymore is also in it. And I don't know yes. if you knew that, but I thought that was a fun tidbit. If you didn't know, that's a fun thing to know. Okay, so now, full disclosure then, I <sighs> have seen the first scene of this movie also, but I didn't know at the time that it was from this movie. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, that is like... Did I just the... connect that for you? No, you I had a feeling. Okay. Because I'll explain... Well, I'll explain why when we watch the clip. Okay. So, Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, and the Krugers, all the Krugers, mm-hmm. um... All the Freddies is Wes Craven as well. So that's the answer to that. Yeah. Um, most of the other stuff was like way too informative of what happens and I didn't want to... Yeah. There's but, so much fun about how this movie was made and what happened and stuff mm. that I didn't want to We'll definitely spoil. talk about it at the end though. Yeah. Okay, it's cool. super interesting. So <clears throat> Mary's going to share some yeah. choice reviews. Yeah. Okay. I think these will give you a lot of information. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is a um, like a top critic review. And this is Tim Brayton um, from Antagony and Ecstasy, the publication we all know and love. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And he said he gave it a splat, and oh. it says, "Self-knowing badness is in fact badness. <laughs> it might actually be worse than just regular old badness because it is, in addition to everything else, smug." Wow. Good so. use of the word badness. Badness. <laughs> I thought the final word was going to be. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> he really fucked up on that one. Smug. That could have been a top review. That really could have been good. That was the it difference. Could have been great. He bought. He also it. gave it a splat, and Rotten Tomatoes for sure didn't exist in '96, so he had he went to the trouble of like making. He a went back. Later. Yeah, exactly. I mean, most of these people did. Okay, Haley, Haley, I, uh, she gave it half a star. Oh no, a star and a half. Sorry, and it said a movie worth watching. If you have earplugs. Oh. Oh. Haley throwing serious shade. Wait, does that mean she liked all the visual aspects of the movie, but not yeah, the she loved all the audio movie. experience? The she hated was on point. She hated the sound of the actor's yeah, voice. She hated yeah. everyone's voices. Also, yeah. I think it might be scarier without sound. Really? Coming from someone who's very afraid of mm. scream. Mm. I do feel like scary movies do... Uh, those like jump scares mm-hmm. a lot and use sound a lot for those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or they like <laughs> trick you into the building. Mm-hmm. 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 All they love doing the and then like and it's like like the friend popping yeah. out with like a sandwich. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, you hungry? Yeah. And then that person gets stabbed. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, double fake. Yeah. yeah. Double Classic. fake. Mm-hmm. For somebody that doesn't like horror movies, you know all the terminology. I but thank you. It sounded legit. Um, Alex K gave it three stars. Okay, follow me on this. 19, 1962 was 34 years old. In 1966 and 1927 was 69 years old. In 1966 as well. What? What is the what? <laughs> what, are you, what is the, what are they? Ta- that's like the ravings of a mad person. Mm-hmm. What are they talking about? This is what. Because they were just listing their are. okay. <laughs> When you write, or a does it? Does that make sense when I watch uh-huh. the movie? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Three stars. That's what he said. Wow. Can you read it one more time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And can you read it like it makes sense? This is like the riddle of the Sphinx. <laughs> yeah, 1962 yeah. was 34 years old in 1966 and... 1927 was 69 years old in 1966 as well. Was it a 69 joke? How many apples does Ruth have? (laughs) Yeah. I think it's a 69 joke. Mm. Which I'm not above. It's a deep cut. (laughs) It's a deep cut 69 joke. Yeah. Don't want to give away Um, too much, you know? Here's a good review, though. Okay, so five stars. Sky C, who looks like they're maybe 13 years old in their picture, uh, (laughs) said, would rather this movie over a blowjob. Oh, so, wow. that's high praise. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. High praise. Yeah, wow. good Very for Sky That's yeah. published on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. They publish everything. I don't think they <laughs> are very discerning. With, mm. uh, Would watch this movie over reviews. a blowjob. Mm-hmm. I mean, for all we know, that's literally how they worded it. Yeah. For all we know, they're saying like would watch it like. Like would watch it would watch this movie over a gla- over a over dinner. Over right. you know I mean? like, oh, a good blowjob. Like, <laughs> I love sitting down with a good blowjob in a movie. A movie, and it's horror movie. Yeah, um, that's terrifying to think about him doing that while watching. Scream. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah, don't. Yeah, think if you if you find yourself giving a blowjob to somebody who's like, let's wa- let's watch this horror movie while this is happening. I think. <laughs> it's time to end it's, the blue job. It's time to go. It's yeah. time to go. Time to, yeah, it's time to get to out of that basement. <laughs> yeah. um, and then Diego M gave it three and a half stars, and he said, "Scream it interessante per la sua forma di satirizzare filmes de terror." Uh huh. That makes sense. So you, know? yeah, that's Italian. Hmm? Mary was like, "Should I read one in Italian?" Yes. Ooh, cool. That was Italian. That was Italian. That's cool. How did you know how to read that? Hmm? Yeah. I took Italian for one year in college. You can tell. Yeah. The pronunciation Um. is spot on. (laughs) So that segment isn't meant to help you at all. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Did you guess that? Where were a lot of of those from Rotten Tomatoes? They were all from Rotten Tomatoes. Got it. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Rotten Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten (laughs) Tomatoes. That's so bad, man. Literally. I also... No, sorry. Go ahead. No, if you just go on and read reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, they are insane. Yeah. Hmm. But also, just, like, again, it's 96, so these people all went to the effort. Like, nobody's wondering anything about Scream. I know. Yeah, who's writing? <laughs> who's like, ah, oh, man, I just watched this movie that came out 20 years ago. I gotta go write a review for it. People want to <laughs> More know. More than 20 years. People oh have to gosh, make an account. too. Because I saw I saw Subway ads today that was, like, seamless. We've been delivering for 20 years Mm-mm. in New York City. Have you guys seen those? Shut up. No. Yeah, and I was like, that's, that was my reaction, too. I was that's like, shut lie. the fuck up, you're lying. And so I looked it up on, there's a Wikipedia page for seamless, of course. by the way. Um, so I looked it up, and apparently it started off in, like, 1998 as a place for companies to order directly mm. from restaurants to, like, cater their mm. company. And it was web-based. That It was, like, just when the internet wow. started. And then, like, years later, they opened it up to the public. So I feel like those ads are a little disingenuous mm-hmm. because they make it sound like they've been delivering, you know, like, do, like doing the seamless thing for that long. I would guess seven years. That it's been, or like... Or six. Like, if, I, if you asked me, like, how long yeah. has it been here? That yeah. makes sense. But uh, available to the people. Because ordering through an agency or whatever you would call that, like, through a third party, not from the restaurant on an app is 
Because I've lived here five years and it hasn't even been common for that whole five years. Well, on the Wikipedia page, it said that Seamless acquired Grubhub in 2013. And that does to me feel like around when it was starting to like mm-hmm. really pick up. Mm-hmm. So it's really like Grubhub. It is, yeah. 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 It's really just Grubhub. Um also Lion King, I had the same reaction because I was to like seeing something on the subway, except I was watching the TV show Felicity with Carrie Russell. Mm-hmm. And there's a power outage on the subway on one episode and there's a mm-hmm. Lion King poster and it's that show is like deep nineties. Whoa. And Lion King has been open over twenty years on It Broadway. was for Lion King on Broadway? Yeah. Oh wow. No, I knew that had been around, but And I was like, they saw into the future and I'm like furiously Googling things about Lion King. It's so old. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But Phantom is older. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Rent is and about Rent the same age. Is about the same age. Uh, did you know that the writer of Rent died the night it opened on Broadway from a brain aneurysm? Oh. That was my trivia fun God. fact. So that was the least fun fact. Sorry. Oh, bummer. All right. Well, sorry. I had to get that one out. It just came to my mind. I was yeah, like, no. Jonathan Larson. Anyway. So, listeners... Now that we are done with that, Zach is going to now watch the clip that we sent him. He's already seen this in advance with sound, but we are going to play it for him on mute, and he is going to um, <coughs> describe what he sees to you, the listener. Oh, wait, what was her name one more time? The Courtney Cox? No, 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 not the actor. Uh, her character's name. She says in it at the end. She's Gale, like... Gail Weathers. Gail Weathers. Gale right, Weathers. right, right. Okay, so... Okay. Okay. So Gail is covered in blood and there's a dude who I'm calling Sean is covered in blood and then the handsome boy is lying on the floor also covered in blood especially his hands and wrists and then that is Courtney Cox? No. Who is this lady? She's. I'm going to pause it for she, a second. Okay. That's is Courtney Cox. That's Courtney Cox. Very similar though. And then also a she's also Nef. famous. Nef oh, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Nef Campbell. I'm sorry, I'm asking mm-hmm. the right. Exactly. Can't tell you who right. she is. No. Uh, uh, like these are all names that I'm supposed to know. I know. Yeah, and she's I Nev should. Campbell. I'm just yeah. And she's got those like weird, sexy buck teeth. Okay. Um, yeah. Maybe it's just me. Anyway. Um. Uh, so yeah, Nev Campbell, whose character I think is named like Lauren or Holly or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all looking over the body and then Sean is like uh, this is the part where you're supposed to get up and attack one more time and then he does get up and then she shoots him in the head <laughs> and then there's like a weird like black spot on his forehead and she's like not in my movie and then they turn around and uh, got an older guy comes out of the closet his <laughs> mouth is duct taped and she's like dad and then she like awkwardly pulls the tape just straight down just like rips it down uh like they, there's so many better ways to do it, and you can see from his grimace how much in pain that he was. Now I think that's still him is getting loaded into an ambulance, um, and then Gail Weathers is setting up with a microphone outside of what looks like a suburban house, and she's like, "Hi, I'm Gail Weathers. The story of you know, a bunch of teens getting killed ended in this little town. Follow me inside, and I'll tell you the story." And she's like starting. Uh, and there, there's like a crane shot that's pulling away. As mm. all these fucking old cop cars, look at those old cars. Oh, so they all pull up. Yeah, those like <laughs> old just... sedans. Um, wow. And like very generic ambulance. Uh, and that's like a very big house, um, which makes you think a lot of the movie takes place in that house because there's mm. plenty of room for scenes to happen in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sort of like a pastoral, green, rolling hills, suburbs. Shot, and that's the end of Scream. All right, boom. Did I do that right? As I always say, 
Our guests are super good describers. Uh, I don't know if that's a word. Is that a word? Describers? I think so. I asked on another episode and neither of the people responded when I asked. Uh, You're a good describer? Yeah, yeah. Seems clunky. Why not? I think just, yeah, I think describers. You can add an ER basically to anything. Yeah. Yeah. Superlatives aren't consistent in English. It's confusing. Yeah. Um, But no, that was perfect. They didn't figure out until like the 1800s what the rule was. Did you guys know that? No, but I'm not surprised because it's horrible. Not superlatives with comparatives. Oh. Like saying like Better? something is yeah uh, or something is like uh, faster or more agile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's depends on like if it's one syllable or multiple syllables. Instead of saying like agiler. Yeah, you don't mm. do that because it's two <laughs> well, syllables. I teach yoga for my most of my living, and yeah. I am constantly struggling with this. Where I'm like, lift uh, yeah. it. Higher, more high. Get it more high. <laughs> and I'm like, she's trying out a lot of different highest. Get a highest. I'm like, somebody just make it the highest. Like, I don't know if it's get more it up. Or <coughs> and I struggle with that every day. <coughs> anyway, that was perfect. Okay, great. Cool. Uh, so that's the end of Scream. So now, Zach, would you like to, you know, you're you're going to lead this and we're just going to follow you through this romp. Um Okay, but where where roughly what is kind of like our maybe like our establishing shot or like first first person we meet? Or... That's a great question. So I will just say like what led a lot of my thoughts of what this movie is um, uh, were the fact that he's describing um, what he's like narrating the scary movie that they're in as they're in it, mm-hmm. and so it made me think that this movie is meant to be like. Uh, like commenting on the teen slasher genre okay but they in that scene they do a shitty job of it where like that's you know what i mean like cabin in the woods does the same thing um and then they twist i'm i'm gonna i'll just say i'm gonna give a spoiler for cabin in the woods right now so like if you haven't watched it uh fast forward like a minute but like (laughs) cabin in the woods the the um they set up this thing of like, yeah, like, or there's a twist, right? Like the two teens like survive it, but in doing so they cause like literally the apocalypse to happen. Yes. Uh, so that's like a, that's like a fun commentary on the genre. With this, he was like, oh, this cliche is going to happen. And then the cliche literally does happen. Mm-hmm. And, and like that's, so that made me think like, uh, it seems, it made that review make a lot of sense to me where mm-hmm. it was like, it seems like they are commenting on the cliches while just straight up doing them yeah um so yeah okay so uh beginning of the movie um uh so i now now that we've talked about it i do know that it's that drew barrymore scene where he's like do you like scary movies which confirms that i I think they're commenting on it the whole time but i was picturing um like a party Mm -hmm. Uh, and the Nev Campbell character, let's call her Holly. Uh, Mm -hmm. she's at the party. Um, and I think she might be like, um, the, like the girl who has it all, but it's all been given to her. And she's sort of just like living the standard, like life of a popular girl in high school, Mm -hmm. uh, and not really questioning it. Maybe she just like, uh, maybe the, it starts like at a party and, um, like she uh, just like broke up with somebody and she's like feeling fine and doesn't really care and mm-hmm. like um, 
The other thought I had is maybe she's at a party and like she's not quite the popular girl. She's just there. She's like the shy girl uh, who doesn't have like a lot of um, uh, uh, what is it um, like uh, uh, boyfriends. Uh, not, <laughs> um, I, I want to say like autonomy, yeah, or self confidence, or like yeah, like uh, doesn't have empowerment. You know, mm-hmm. like she just like. Um, is like kind of like a wallflower, mm-hmm. like they're at the party but maybe and like, like has a popular best friend or something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, like one of the popular <laughs> girls makes like a mean comment to her as they're walking by during the party of like, "Oh, you're here," um, or Aww, like, uh, "Like what? Oh, what's what's what happened? You didn't? You were done reading your book or something like that?" Aww. So she's and smart. she has Everybody nothing to say her. back. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, um, the dude that was commenting on it. Sean. Who I'm calling Sean. Uh, he's there, and he's the only kid that can get weed for everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's hooking everybody up with weed. Uh, and, like, the popular kids kind of tolerate him. But he's, uh, but he also, like, is, like, not popular because he's a nerd. He, like, watches too many. He watches too many movies. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, I, I would, like, in my, like, I do think if you were, like, a real-life character... He like just is way too into Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. uh, to like a not like a not comfortable amount and like can do the whole Royale with cheese scene by memory when nobody wants him to at the party. Exactly. Like, yeah. Uh, he's just like uh, yeah. He's got like a jean jacket or something. I love that. And he but he's how they get weed. So he has exactly. to have to put out always. Yeah. Right. And so it's like oh yeah, Sean's here. And then they don't talk. Um, Holly and Sean don't talk at the party, but they like like walk by each other they like see each other um uh i don't think the killer guy has come into it yet because i have a plan for him Mm -hmm. um oh maybe we even saw like holly's dad drop her off at the party before he went to like the police station where he's like the chief of Mm, police or something like that yeah uh obviously so then we cut to um what's her name gail weathers Mm -hmm. yeah and so like she is <clears throat> a news reporter in the city. They only ever call it the city in the movie. And it's like obviously like Indianapolis or, or like Milwaukee or someplace mm-hmm. like that. Um, and she uh, uh, she like is a hardworking reporter who they just like delegate like the crappy stories to her. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, uh, maybe this didn't happen actually in the movie, but maybe it gets like briefly referenced. Like she found out that like the mayor's a like top aide was like uh like taking skimming money off the top of like the bridge funds or something they were like the children's <laughs> school funds, thing yeah. and she found the like the bridge that goes to like the sick children's school it's the only way to get like, supplies <laughs> in and out there and he's skimming money off the top and she breaks the story but then like the handsome like main like blonde main anchor guy played by like Carrie uh, what's his name uh, the Princess Bride guy. Oh, oh yeah, I thought you were gonna yes. say Carrie Grant. <laughs> no, Carrie yeah, played Grant. by Carrie Grant. <laughs> played by the very old Carrie Grant. Grant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Wesley. Let's just call him. Yeah, Wesley. Wesley. Um, yeah, his name is like Wesley, uh, <laughs> like Wesley, like uh, like Conifer or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, oh my god! And uh, he um, takes the story and he delivers. He like tells it. Um, so shitty yeah and then she gets really mad and like the boss uh of the news mm. station who's like a classic like uh like the like the uh what is it uh 
Reed Richards from Spider Man, like the oh, like kind yeah. of like suspenders and rolled uh-huh. up sleeves and hairy forearms and Cigar, stuff. Yeah. yeah, like that guy's like you're being too emotional. Go, you go out to the suburbs and cover this. He wants her to like go do a fluff piece out mm-hmm, in the suburbs mm-hmm. on like like the Wood Fair or something uh-huh, that they uh-huh. that they have like there. Groundhog Day. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking actually. Day. Yeah, um, but then when she gets there, she's like. Like, she's got, like, two guys in her camera, in her crew. There's, like, a sound guy uh, named, like, Mark or or Max or something who is just, like, super chauvinist. He doesn't want to be there. He's, like, smoking all the time. Uh, um, and, and he sucks. And then there's, like, Jimmy, the camera <laughs> operator. And Jimmy's, like, like, very sweet and, like, like listens to her... Uh, like her orders and stuff and and just wants to do a good job mm-hmm. um, and they all go out and she's like and you know Mark's like alright let's get this d- done with uh, let me pick up the sound on like the wood chipper or whatever for the wood festival <laughs> get this sweet foley <laughs> yeah I'll get, come on, I'll get this this wood chipper b-roll and then let's get the fuck out of here <laughs> um, oh my gosh and She's like, no, we're not covering the Wood Festival. We're covering teen drinking. Ooh, she's like, I want to do a real I story. Love it. She has an agenda. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm going to infiltrate the teen parties. This is like Never Been Kissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 21 Jump Street. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she's like, I'm going to infiltrate the teen parties to like talk to them because I look the exact same age as Nev Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> she does look so foxy. Um. Cool. And so, yeah, so, like, that's sort of the the first few scenes, I think, are setting that up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, do you have any questions about that well, stuff? no, I love it. Okay. Good setup. We got a good cast of characters. I was just going to say that there. I watched a video called, like, 16 Minutes of What's Wrong with Scream the other night. Just, oh. You know, for research. Mm. Yeah. And uh, one of them <coughs> is that there's this moment where she comments about her own name as if she didn't, like, as if she was assigned the name. Gail like, Weathers? she says something about... Her, her own like she self-references how silly her name is in reference to her job uh-huh but it like, doesn't make sense because it's her it's supposed to be her name yeah but it is weird because it's gail weathers anyway i know what you yeah. remember what i'm talking about because yeah. she, she, maybe she's also like a weather reporter and like got like yeah. the weather scoop she was like supposed to cover like some like storm or something <laughs> yeah and then but she's she like, says she's it as if like the news here. team gave her her name uh-huh. like it doesn't uh-huh. make any sense mm-hmm. that's so weird it does seem like like that's how they're uh just from the two parts of the movie that I've seen and that review, it does seem like the commentary or this level of satire doesn't get a lot deeper than just saying like, this is a this, this thing is that weird. always happens and then like making <laughs> oh, the thing happen. Yeah, like people always have really predictable, terrible weather like related names that <laughs> yeah. they're newscasters. And terrible yeah. weather woman hair. Weather hair, yeah. A lot yeah, of yeah. Thing. Blow job, blow job. Blow job, oh. <laughs> blow job hair. <laughs> I was thinking That's for while you're watching the movie. Not <laughs> Sorry, for, I was thinking of the blow review. The, yeah. Anyway, the blow, like the... They're like curled oh, out blown in front out. of her hair, oh, and yeah. then it's like curled out the top <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so okay, so they're okay. Yeah, and then so I think after we establish those characters, um, then we meet that handsome boy uh, who they definitely like through almost the entire movie. We don't think it's him. It's only like the last like maybe. 25% of the movie, do we know it's that guy? Mm-hmm. Clearly, right? Because, like, he's 
to he I, he's put forward as like the handsome like lead and i think he's new to the school i think he showed up at the school as a new kid um and should I tell you what motivated him to kill people now, or should I save that for no, like later? No, save it, because okay. we don't know as save a viewer. Okay, know. cool. So I think he shows up at the school. Can we name him, though? Oh, yeah. Let's call him, um, like, uh, like, like, pra like, Prad. Prad! <laughs> it's a slight twist on Prad. His name is, yeah. like, Prad. Uh, and, um, so Prad, uh, uh, winds up at the school and people I think people um, I think people like him at first because he's handsome mm -hmm. and I think he fits in with the popular kids but he's also nice to Holly and mm. like that's one of maybe that's one of the things with the popular kids is like he's the, the him showing up is the catalyst for like mm. Holly to start questioning things or is it like one of those scenes in a movie where like the popular kids are like marching down the hallway they knock into her knock her books down and he like picks it up I think it is exactly type. like one and of those like, yeah, I'm or maybe they get I'm assigned better. as like partners mm -hmm. in, in like uh, to like dissect yeah they get this yeah, yeah they yeah. have to dissect something mm -hmm. and like this is a little clue because he's too good at it mm -hmm. um, and she's his partner but they're also flirting the whole time uh, and then he does a really good job with it and she thinks oh it's just because he's really cool and smart and but actually it's because he loves killing um, okay so and, she, and his name is Prad and his name is Prad and yeah can I tell you the actor who plays that role's actual name yeah Skeet Skeet so I wasn't that you far were not off. that that's what I'm that's yeah. what I mean but that's There's... his real life name his human who name. names their kid his Skeet? His name is Skeet Skeet. Somebody who loves Skeet shooting? That's the only thing I could guess. This would have Skeet, been around Skeet. that time, right? Ah, uh, Skeet Skeet Skeet. Oh, Skeet Skeet Skeet. Uh, would that or would that have been early two thousands? I don't know. Oh, let, me, let me just Google Oskeet Skeet motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tell you. <laughs> see what comes up. Usually, there's like a screen that says like the Oskeet Skeet motherfucker, and then like the date. <laughs> It's so funny. I teach like high school kids theater and stuff, and like I've been to like various like you know chaperoning mm -hmm. events and prom or whatever, and they like dance to music like that. I have no idea what they're like screaming. You see these young mm -hmm. kids like ah oh, skeet skeet oh. till the sweat drops down Don't my like, balls, screaming oh, yeah. these like little young girls. I'm like yeah. what? It's a little John. Um, 2002, a little later. Oh, it wasn't. The album is okay, called okay. Kings of Crunk. Nice. <laughs> That feels right. Uh, that anyways. was like when, uh, what was that movie about crunking? Oh, crunking. That, that came out in like crunking. the, the mid-2000s. Not <laughs> oh Step Up. Gosh. No. That would have been another good one. I haven't watched that. Oh too. my God. That so would have been a good, good one. It's so good. Um, okay, so, yeah, so he's there and they start hitting it off. Oh, but also I should say that like definitely, um, I think even before I knew the Drew Marymore thing, I think... Um, we were seeing like kids get murdered. Like definitely it starts with a murder. Mm -hmm. um, Cause you have to, cause that's how horror movies mm -hmm. start. So it definitely mm -hmm. starts with some kind of murder. Um, and then maybe by this point, another murder has happened. Okay. Um, I think the first one, even before I knew it was the Drew Barrymore thing, I think I would have guessed it was like, like, a, pop, like a popular pretty girl mm -hmm. gets mm -hmm. murdered. And then I think the next one is like, I think the next one is probably a guy after he's like hanging out with his guy friends and they're being like fucking dicks and they all have their letter jackets on, it's like maybe a little bit of a uh, Buffalo Bill situation where he's like, 
like driving, like listening to music in his uh, car, like the woman uh, is in in Silence of the Lambs, mm. and then like somebody, like he goes, like stops in a parking lot. Maybe he's like, uh, uh, like bu- like buying some beer or or smoking or something like that, and then he gets uh, the killer talks to him for a little while, like, "Hey man, you got a light or something like that." Ooh, he's like, yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, like, leave me alone, you know, yeah. like like maybe like calls him gay or something like that because this is 1990s yeah um he's like who needs a light you gay like and then uh and then (laughs) the killer like kills him um but we see the killer the killer's like off camera yeah the killer's off camera and his voice sounds a little weird Mm -hmm. um and maybe also that's that could be the first time that we see the mask too Mm. maybe in the first scene i don't know i could go either way with that um, definitely by now we've seen that mask, mm-hmm. the one that we see at the end, which I didn't mention in the last shot. Like, <laughs> there's like a nice tableau of of uh, Prad uh, at the, in the last shot, like lying <laughs> bloody on the ground with like a knife ne- neatly placed next mm-hmm. to one of his hands, and the mask like mm-hmm. neatly placed like right behind <laughs> yeah. his head in, in a way that a makes no sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm picturing for this lighter scene the scene in Dumb and Dumber where he's like big gulps, huh? Well, <laughs> like kind yeah, of quiet yeah, totally. In the of the night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so that oh, and like, oh, you know, maybe also uh, the the like new kid that's getting this this kid that's getting murdered right for this one is like, oh, you know, if this were a scary movie, you'd kill me right now. <laughs> and then like the, you hear the killer goes like, uh, uh, so you like scary movies, huh? Or is maybe like, yeah, that would be funny, wouldn't it? And then, and then like the, uh, the the kid that gets killed is like, uh, I don't know. I yeah, I think scary movies are hilarious. I love watching people get stabbed. And, mm-hmm. and then the killer, and then the killer's like, yeah, you like this, and then like stabs him or something. Mm-hmm. Like right there in the parking lot. Right there in the parking lot. It's yeah. like one of those impossible things where it's like, how does the guy in the convenience store not see? Totally. He's like dragging his body past the window, and the guy in the convenience store is just like. <laughs> Well, because then the next scene is Holly's dad at the police station mm-hmm. uh, talking to, like, a very sweet, um, uh, kind of uh, lovable, uh, like, deputy. Um, deputy is named, like, Deputy, like, uh, like, like, Forrest or something like that. Deputy mm-hmm. Forrest. And, um, uh the dad is, exp- is like another, or like the deputy comes in and is like another teen uh, has gone missing, and the dad starts getting really worried because like his like these are all kids who go to school with his daughter, mm-hmm. and so he's like we have to figure out what's going on here. So it's the second <coughs> big murder if we're considering yeah. Drew Barrymore being the opening scene. Yes, and then so shit's getting real. Yeah, because then they'll also go to school and like everybody's talking about it, but Pratt is like mm-hmm. how like. Holly's feeling worried and stressed out about it, but Pratt is kind of like, uh, like making her feel better, kind of mm-hmm. like flirting with her, talking with her about like every, everything will be okay. He's like, watch me dissect this toad. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, don't hear I dissected a toad for you. <laughs> See how normal I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm working on a pig right now. They're, do you know how much they're like humans? They're a lot like humans. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I've heard. Um, and then she's like, "Whoa! If this were a scary movie, you would be the you would totally be the killer." And he's like. 
so that happens, and then I think we find out maybe about like another big party or something that's going to happen. Um, where or I can't. I mean, it wouldn't be this cliche, right? But like maybe a bunch of them are going to like a cabin in the woods or something like that. Um, uh, yeah. So then we're in Act Two now, right? Like we're doing like the fun and game stuff. So um, I think. Uh, there needs to be some way where they narrow it down to like a group of like six teenagers mm-hmm. to like get into that classic slasher mm-hmm. mode. And I'm not sure exactly how they would do that. I think it could just be like a house party and maybe there's a storm that happens. So mm-hmm. they're all kind of like stuck in the house or it's a house party and like uh, murders start happening. And maybe some of the kids are like, like we can't count on the adults to figure this out we have to band together and like go find out what's Mm -hmm. happening Mm -hmm. meanwhile oh this is also when um gail weathers uh integrates with them with the group okay yeah yeah and i think sean hits on gail weathers a lot for sure i mean yeah yeah he thinks he's got like a really good chance of them but she's like he's like you smoke think again yeah she's like oh weed tell me about that and she's into it because she wants to get her scoop right uh but he's into it because you know he he thinks she's like flirting with him Mm -hmm. how does she integrate is is it truly a drew barrymore situation where she's pretending to be their age or she's like i'm interviewing you for this other thing when in actuality i'm trying to get the scoop on your drugs and your alcohol and your sex i think at first she's she's saying I'm your age. Okay. But I think like Ooh, at some point in the scene. movie like it's it's revealed that she's like where they're like how do you have a, a credit card or, or like whatever. <laughs> how do you have a news crew? <laughs> yeah, where did the news crew come from? So Who's cool. that old guy? Yeah. Well I think she keeps meeting with her news crew like she'll go sneak back and meet with them because this is later in the movie but so basically like the fun and games part I picture you know, like teens getting killed off one by one and like lots of commentary on the cliches of it. Mm-hmm. Of like a couple of them are having sex and they get killed. And they're like, and you know, they're saying like, oh, if this was a scary movie and we were having sex, we'd get killed. Um, uh, also, there's definitely like, like a scene where like somebody's in a basement or something and they do that fake jump scare and it like turns out to be the cat in like, a closet oh, yeah. or like a tool closet or something yeah. and then they're like Phew! and then the camera angle reverses and the mask is like right over their mm, shoulder and exactly, obviously yeah. right um, I mean um, so the, yeah so like the teens are getting picked off one by one um, and uh, I think over that time we we learned that like Prad had like a brother like a little brother or something who got like bullied by the teen by the other teens and like killed himself or, you know, something like that. Um, and so he's got this, like, revenge plot against mm-hmm. the teens. And we learned that, like, you know, there's more dimension to mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I... Do we know at this point, is he actual teenage age? Prad? I feel like we've opened the door to, like, he could be in his 30s and 40s. Oh. Infiltrating the high school. I don't know. Oh, he could be... Um, I think I pictured him as teenage age, okay. but I'm very open to that uh, during rewrites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, during re- <laughs> <laughs> he's a transplant. Like his dad moved and works at the mine. Yes, exactly. The coal mine. Right. He had to like I want maybe maybe they had to move out of the old town uh, because like that's where his little brother like 
you know, killed mm. himself or got or got like killed or something. So it's just a general vendetta against teams in general. Could be. Could I think it works better if it's against these specific teams? Oh, oh, I see. But I could see it going either way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, oh, by the way, also at no point does this film, even though it's even though like in that last scene there were two uh, female protagonists, at no point does this movie pass the Bechdel test. No, of course not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. It's like it's it's a scene can't go like it's how much a movie goes without like talking uh, women talking about like a guy or relationships, right? Yeah, it's like it, it. I think it passes the test if there's a scene where it's women talking to each other and they're not fighting and they're not talking about a guy. Ooh. Uh, and it was designed by Alison Bechtel, who wrote the Fun Home comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like. Uh, it's, it's sometimes used as a test of like, does this movie do a good job of portraying women in like a multi-dimensional way? But there are also, I think, a lot of films that you would be like, oh, that is a feminist film that don't pass the test. And then there's a lot of films that you wouldn't think of as feminist films wow. that do pass the test. So I think it's not like the be all end all of like, does this is the does this film embrace feminism? But uh, it is a, a like a decent test of like. Do my characters, do my female characters have any job other than just like, like helping move the plot along for Mm -hmm. the male characters? But does this movie get an out because it's commenting on itself? (laughs) Uh, yeah, maybe they, maybe they say like, um, no, I don't think they say, I don't know if they comment on it. I don't know, that's a good question. It's still the 90s. That's interesting. Yeah, it is still, right, exactly, it is still the 90s. I like that. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. There's another podcast. Where we just do that test all the time? No, no, no. There's an actual oh, there's podcast. We can't do it. <laughs> they that's called the Bechdel test. Where oh. They oh, oh, that's cool. I think cool. they've done this movie. Anyways. Oh, interesting. Well, it would fail. I'm just gonna tell you that you're right about that for the real. That screen. it doesn't pass it. That <laughs> like, it doesn't pass no it. Way. Yeah. No way. Uh, so yes. Um, okay, where are we? Okay, so we're in Act Two. Yeah, so then I think, like, the reveal needs to happen, and I think, what I think happens is, like, um, you know, it's also possible that Pratt is working with somebody else, uh, and, like, kind of, like, helps save one person, and they, like, make it, you know, like, into... Like a oh by the way Sean has a car Sean has like a shitty <laughs> shitty car uh, and it never starts until the last minute oh motherfucker yes yeah you and, need the non-starting car yes. yeah yeah uh, and they do it like a comment on it but then like don't change anything about the trope mm-hmm. also um, that's so annoying in movies what cars not starting I know it's so it's dumb like when starting. like honestly like what if you had a car that doesn't start I mean it's, I've had it before but yeah there's other things you can do too like drop your keys yes I think that's mm-hmm. a much better plot device you know it's not so like deus ex machina like yeah, yeah. god has struck this car down <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. can die have you guys seen A Quiet Place yeah yes because I felt I felt like they did that trope in a original, more original way. I'm trying I mean, to remember I think, which... I think that final car doesn't start. That's why I'm thinking of that. Remember how he... Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think there were more moments where it had that feeling, but it was in a more creative <coughs> way. Yeah, totally. More realistic. Anyway. Um, Sean's car never starts. Yeah, and then there's like a scene where like uh, Pratt like kind of helps somebody get into like a like lock the door of like a garage or something and we think they're okay. Um, oh, uh, 
Actually, wait, I had one idea where, um, oh, so like the deputy that I mentioned before, like Forrester or mm-hmm. whatever his name is. Forrest, um, which I think should be Cary Grant, by the way. But Yeah, that'll be Cary, <laughs> Cary Grant. Uh, so like he um, <clears throat> is helping, like he finds his way to, uh, uh, what do we, oh, Gail, um, mm-hmm. and is helping her out. Uh, but he for sure, I think I wrote down... Um, uh, Deputy Ford. Oh, yeah. So she um, almost gets ki- uh, killed mm-hmm. when she accidentally leaves the... Uh, here's what I think happens. So I think she has the, a gun. And actually, I think Pratt, like, gives, like, finds a gun and gives it to her. And he's like, here, you know, like, take this. Um, and then, like, that's sort of the same scene where Pratt reveals himself as a killer. Like, he kills, like, the guy that's with her. And he's like, ha, 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 I'm actually the killer. And she's like, no. She tries to shoot him, but the safety's on. Because she mentions that in the mm-hmm. last scene. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, mm-hmm. you know, my safety wasn't on this time, fucker. And uh, so, th- so this it doesn't work. And he is about to kill her. But then, like, the nice deputy gets in the way and he gets killed instead mm, Forrester um, and so she's able to make it out but uh, Forrester gets killed there and uh, now though we know that like uh, that he's the bad guy I think also at some point Pratt is revealed as, even maybe even earlier than that as the bad guy but like somebody finds out and then we're hoping that that person can like make it to everybody else in time. But then that person Aww. dies, not killed by Pratt. That person is like freaking out, and they like drive their car into a tree or something like oh, that. Oh shit! Um, Gosh. Uh, and then maybe Pratt catches them later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know how the dad gets uh, <laughs> duct taped <laughs> and put in the closet. Part of me wonders if like people are suspicious of him, mm-hmm. and maybe like. Before people realize that Pratt is the killer, somehow he gets kind of like pinned with it, mm-hmm. and so it was somebody else that's not the killer that like t- ties him up and puts him in the closet. One of the other kids running, around, one of the six kids running around the house. Yeah, um, yes, like exactly. He picks up like a murder weapon. He's holding the knife. They come around, and the they're, corner, like, they're like, "There he is, get him!" And maybe they've been like smoking reefers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Can you imagine being high in this situation? <laughs> the way that. You described her ripping the duct tape off of her dad. <laughs> she's like, what she, is she like, doing? She feels it over his fat oh, Yeah. She's like, ow. Oh, she's like scratching his cheeks with her nails. Um, oh, uh, Are they at his house? It seems like it. There? Yeah, they're at her house. And I think there's some... El- oh, maybe she was going to throw the party. Mm. Maybe she was going to be like, I'm... I'm gonna throw my first party because like Prad was encouraging her mm-hmm. and he was like helping her pick the <laughs> guest list, mm-hmm. you know, like to make sure that the people he wanted to kill were on it. Oh um, there's a weird thing about his forearms are covered in blood, specifically mm-hmm. like like oh, below the right. elbow, like down the, from the elbow down, it's very red. And so I don't know like how that would have happened. Like maybe he's reaching into somebody going or something. Deep into yeah, a going body. elbow deep into a body. Like a parallel to the frog dissection. Exactly. <clears throat> like, oh, we see why that was important now. Yeah, he, exactly. This is what he likes to do. Yeah. Um, so it might be something Ew. like that. Like he's opening somebody up. But that seems a little too gruesome. Like all the violence at the end. Uh, I don't mean to sound l- like sick, but like the violence felt like kind of like 
rated PG-13 violence. You know, mm-hmm. like, the the blood was all, like, very bright red. Mm-hmm. And, like, when he gets shot in the head, it's just, like, a nice, neat little, mm-hmm. like, Ash yeah. Wednesday dot on his <laughs> he, like, head. He, bounces when he gets shot. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. like, uh, it's, like, very much... Like, I would expect, having never done it, I would expect if I shot somebody that close in the forehead that there would be, like, brain and blood splattering all over the yeah. place. Oh, for sure. But there's none. Yeah, it's and very s- cute. So that makes me think that, <laughs> like, he, he wouldn't be explicitly, like, like gutting yeah. somebody and, like, reaching in there. But there's something something going on with why his hands are, like, that covered uh-huh. in blood. Yeah. Maybe he writes something. I don't know. That's an interesting idea. On the wall? Paint? Yeah, I feel like in all these movies, there's a lot of, like, writing on the mirrors. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Look behind you, or... I wonder... Catch a bitch. Part of me wonders if they have that mirror gag in this movie. The classic one of, like, the person oh, goes so in the scary. bathroom and, like, splashes water on their face. They think they're okay. Mm-hmm. Close the sure. mirror. He's there behind them. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't taken a breath in a while. <laughs> Picturing that. Yeah. I hate the door close thing. It's either a refrigerator or a mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so scary in Garden State. In Garden State? Do you the best that horror movie of all time. Yeah, what? <laughs> what? Because the shins are there? No. Zach, is it Zach Braff? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like back home to go to his mom's funeral. And he's like eating fridge fridge food. What? Food from the fridge. Fridge food. Oh yeah, I know that type of food. In the middle of the night and he shuts it and his dad is behind and he's like, Hey son, and he's like, Dad, you gotta warn me and it's like the scariest moment in film history. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane if they did a countdown. Yeah. Top ten scariest movies. I'm so scared right now. I'm sweating, thinking about it. Um so yeah. I think uh I also think is like part of it is when they when the I think maybe for a lot of it there's like guy characters that are saying what they should do and maybe like the turning point is when they start listening like when Courtney Cox and Nev Campbell like take the reins and mm-hmm. like that's like uh, the part where like they start making like better decisions and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just imagine like a guy character being like, "Let's split up." Yeah, like, the exactly. Horror thing, and they're like, "God damn!" No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely split up in the movie, and they definitely are like, Ooh, "Hey, th- uh, you never split up." And like, a lot of this is coming from Sean, by the way. Mm-hmm. The commentary. Um, they never split up in the horror movie, and everybody's just like, "Shut the fuck up, Sean." We are literally getting killed by a serial killer yeah stop stop doing this commentary <laughs> and he's the most scared of all yeah yeah exactly the scaredest is uh, that what you would say scareder he's the scareder scareder <laughs> so he's acting all cool and nonchalant like yeah gay. yeah um yeah and okay. then yeah and then uh, like i don't know like they like finally kind of trap the guy in this house or they track him down or something like that and shoot him uh like he opens the door and he's about to stab them and oh you know what it is i think maybe like nev cam like holly opens the door and is about to kill him and he's about to kill her uh and then sort of out of nowhere gail is there with a gun and just like takes this like awesome shot mm-hmm. and just shoots him in the chest a bunch i guess mm-hmm. so the masked killer is killed long before the shot you or moments before the shot you saw yeah yeah and then somehow the mask ends up perfectly placed. Shit, I don't know. How does no, that happen? No, this is happen? just a clarifying moment. I don't I like know. It. No, that's a good question. I don't know how the mask 
Maybe he's trying. Maybe he thinks they haven't discovered it's him yet, and they do know it's him. And so he had like the mask off. Mm. It looks like there was a big fight right where it happened, right before like a big struggle. Mm-hmm. So and then everything the was neatly placed, off. but neatly. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> rip this off and put it right. The, yeah, the mask elves just like popped in and laid out the <laughs> oh mask there. I love it. So that's most of my uh, summary. Yeah, I really oh. do want to hear how much I was. Is this part of it? Can yeah. you, are, are you guys allowed to tell oh, me yeah. like how much I was accurate? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I took note. I take notes while the story is being told. Oh, and I great. always try to do it really discreetly because I'm like. I didn't notice. It was super. Discreet. I thought you were like googling stuff. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ignoring you. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of what you said is in line. <laughs> <laughs> pretty. <laughs> pretty much got it. The movie and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, No, I mean, the main thing that I want to bring up... Well, first of all, I want to share some trivia that I couldn't share before. Yeah, yeah. Which is that the Fonz plays the high school principal. Oh. Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Henry Henry Winkler. He went to my school. What? What? Yeah, he was like, my school... I went to Emerson, and like, they wouldn't stop talking about a bunch of celebrities who, honestly, I did not give a shit about. (laughs) Um, like, cause, uh, Henry Winkler went there and, um, uh, what's his name? Oh my God. Why can't I think of his name? Cary um, Grant. Yeah. Cary Grant Cary went Grant. there. Uh, no, Henry Winkler and, uh, uh, Kevin Bright, who was one of the executive producers of Friends went there. Oh yeah. I recognize that name from the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Bright. Uh, and Jay Leno went there. And I was like, I could care less about any of those those people. Some personalities. Well, and then I find out later that, like, David Cross went there for, like, a semester. And, uh, I don't know if you guys know Brendan Small. He made the show Home Movies. No. And Metalocalypse. Uh, he took classes at Emerson. There were just so much more interesting and talented and cooler people that went to Emerson that, like, they never talked about. And the guys that made Swiss Army Man. The Daniels. Those were my... Friends, I was in a, a really? comedy trip with them. Yeah, there's a video where um, Dan Kwan punches me in the face. Really? Yeah. B- uh, that's my only claim to fame. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> Wait, when? What was the he, movie for? He was a counselor at uh, New York, whatever that thing is. It's basically a Ponzi scheme. New York Film Academy. Ah, uh, yes, 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 and I was, yes, like, yes. Doing their acting stuff, and he was doing the film stuff. Ah, and okay. In a movie. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I, I didn't know Dan Kwan super well, but Daniel Shiner was in a, yeah. a comedy group with me called Swomo that Anthony Atamanik was in when he was when he what? went to Emerson. The connections are endless. Yeah. Wow, so many names I've never heard. <laughs> Come on, Charlie. these people sound awesome, though. <coughs> You're so indie. They're great. Uh, Swiss <laughs> Army Man is awesome. Um, okay, Wait, it's got it... Daniel Radcliffe and um, uh, Paul, Paul, Paul Dano. Dano. That's to say Paul Franco. So Paul Dano. Uh, Paul Dano. Like winds up stranded on a beach somewhere, mm-hmm. and there's a corpse next to him that's Daniel Radcliffe, and he uses Daniel Radcliffe to survive. Uh, it's like no movie other than that. Do I just clearly picture a living room full of people proposing this movie high? That's just like being like it'll never be made, but let's do it. Totally. Except <laughs> I, I don't even think they like knowing Daniel China. At least I don't think they would have been high to it do was that. Just them. Like, cause Daniel will just be like, oh my God. And what if he just, what if he's just like farting all the time? Like, what if he just like, like farts and he like, and the end of the movie is them just like farting across the ocean. 
it's also really beautiful and touching, though. Yeah, okay. it is. It's, it's awesome. I've never so, even heard of this. Yeah. I'm into it. They also directed the Turn Down for What music video. Oh, my god! And that's Dan Kwan. Dan Kwan's the guy with the boner in there. Yeah. That is so good. And they did a great um, Foster the People music video where the band dies and they get like these like puppet masters to do like Bunraku style puppetry with the band. Uh, And that's really cool. And then, oh, they did the Manchester Orchestra music video where the guy crashes. He has a car crash and he's crashing through his memories of his life. Oh my gosh. Um, It's really cool. Their aesthetic is so specific, and I have no yes. idea how to describe it. Well, yeah. I'm gonna go binge them. Yeah, everybody should binge them. This That's is a cool. plug for Daniel. They go by Daniels. Oh, I just googled Swiss Army Knife movie. <laughs> just a YouTube it's tutorial. It's Swiss Army Man. Man. Okay. Yeah. So, so another funny thing about Henry Winkler is yes. that on IMDb he's uncredited, which I don't know what that means as for an the actor. movie. Yeah. He's a, he's That's like a so big weird. part. He gets stabbed to death in a big scene. Like he's Whoa. a big part. But he's the high school principal. Okay, okay, and okay. And so I'm watching it the whole time I'm watching it in my brain I'm thinking it's the Better Call Saul actor. Whatever that guy's name is. Bob 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 yeah, cuz in my brain old the Fonz looks like Better Call Saul <laughs> when I'm like not googling it and just watching it in the moment. So then I looked it up and anyway, he plays the principal and there's this really so scary. So many doors are being opened. Yes. Willy nilly. Right. In this scene, it's so scary, and no he gets killed. And his Fonz jacket is in the um, closet. No. He opens oh, it. And it's like stop. hanging. They like did that with the that. real. Anyway, that's a fun fact. And then also, I don't know how true this one is, but Drew Barrymore apparently, so ET was eighty two, <coughs> and this was ninety six. <coughs> and apparently, when she got cast. They were considering her for Nev Campbell's role, but she apparently had some big part in changing it to getting killed in the first five minutes because she thought it would be super good for the movie and for her career to be killed in the first five minutes. What? To, like, propel everything forward to fame. So I don't know how true that is, but I read a little bit about that, and it took forever to cast Nev Campbell. They looked at thousands and millions of people for it. So She went on, unlike a lot of, like, stars of these slashers, she went on to be in, I think, all of the sequels, yeah. the subsequent yeah. sequels. But she gets killed in it, right? In Does she not get killed? No. Oh, I thought she did Neff get Campbell, killed. Neff Campbell, no. No, no, not Neff Campbell. Drew Barrymore. Oh, no, oh, no, no, I yeah. mean Neff oh, Campbell. Oh, Neff Campbell went, was like, in and all that. I got it, got Drew it. Drew Barrymore very much gets killed. Yes. The what's it called? Um, the second okay, girl. So, mm. Last girl. Yeah, right, she's right, right. Last, I forgot about that she's term. She's last girl. Yeah. I just typed up really messy notes, so we'll just power through them real quick. Okay, okay. It does start with a murder, obviously, Drew Barrymore. Um, and there was another murder, but it's not... So your second murder was a, the, like, dick teenager. Yeah, like, yeah. In the movie, it's Nev Campbell's mother. <gasps> Whoa! Which it was, like, a year ago. And it was, like, this famous town murder. So everyone's, like, already kind of high on high, okay. on high alert. Mm-hmm. Yes, that. that makes sense. So there is a lot of, like, like the stakes are, like, up. Right what does the, the dad do? They never clarify. Oh, they never clarify. He's they're just, just around. Like, he, they're like the one of the plot points in the movie is he's going to go out of town. He's going to stay at a hotel by the airport, <laughs> and then and he has he duct gets, tape on his mouth the whole movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah, gets he's put just in the closet the... presumably he's, very early on, yeah. and she never knows. I think he was he's... a suspect for his wife's murder, but he is, yeah. that makes sense. That's not his job. Which you said too. Yeah, I do. I did think that he maybe was like a suspect at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, how does he end up with the? Mm. 
You'll, okay, you'll get to that. Yeah. Great. Take your so, time. So, Skeet's involved. Wes Craven. Crab. Yeah. <laughs> Skeet and jobs are involved, for sure. Skeet has a big part. Um, actually, So, it seems like a lot of it happens at the school. If there's a janitor, there's a principal. It's basically, like, first half is, like, the Okay, yeah. The whole last 40 minutes of the movie is in that house, which is okay. another thing you got on. Yeah, yeah. And they joked about it. It was, like, scene 118 or something, and they joked about it on set, apparently, like, because it took forever. And they were covered in blood, and they had to film for like days and days and days. That so final it's, scene? It's basically half the movie is like oh, okay. the final party scene. <coughs> so, but before we get to that, it is Wes Craven essentially created a new genre, which is commenta- like commentary on the genre. Yeah. Super self aware. Yeah. It's very in your face. I mean, all the stuff you mentioned, like, they basically do that, where they're like, if this was a scary movie. We'd find you dead tomorrow. Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. so in your face. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so an aspect to it that is really disturbing. I don't know if we should go into it, about the virginity aspect. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's A lot of it revolves around this big sex scene. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, because... So, spoiler. Yeah. Oh, but Nev yeah. Campbell... Um, Brad sex is with her Brad. boyfriend. That's what like, I figured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've yeah. been together for a while. Oh, okay. They didn't and meet. They didn't meet in the movie. Oh. They've been together. Like, yeah. Going steady. Got it. And he convinces her, pressures her into having sex. Yeah. And then that's like mm-hmm. where everything kind of like busts open. And he's like, you're not a virgin anymore. Therefore, you will die. Whoa. Because in all the horror movies, yeah. the person that has mm-hmm. sex, that's yeah. like a big thing that I think they say at least three or four times. Yeah. yeah. The person who has sex will die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. To no end. <laughs> right. right, but if I can, like, touch on it again, that's why I loved Cabin in the Woods so much, because they have a reason for it, mm-hmm. which was, like, they specific for the, they need to sacrifice, like, five archetypes to the old yeah. gods yeah. or whatever, yeah. which is just so Joss Whedon, and, like, that one of them needs to be a virgin, which mm-hmm. is just, like, a classic trope, and they just combined that to justify this other right. trope, and right. I loved that. Yeah, no, Cabin in the Woods has, I think, a lot more layer to it. Scream yeah. felt very, like, <clears throat> in your face, do they, surface level. It's very surface level to me. Do they split up at some point in Scream? Well, and do they comment on that? Hold on. Okay. Let me finish. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, and. Mm-hmm. Hold okay. on. Um, you got the, like, confidence in the guys thing. Like, they're just fucking idiots. Like, mm-hmm. they're sitting around a fountain after the Drew Barrymore murder, and they're like, murder and yeah. everyone's just being an idiot and Nev Campbell's like kind of scared and quiet like I'm actually afraid also her mom was just killed yeah <laughs> she's, she's, <laughs> she's, she's got a reason there, yeah. like acting cool yeah. <clears throat> so they are confident for no reason yeah um and then there is a party Okay. Party, which is the final 40 minutes. And the party's in the big house. And the party mm-hmm. happens because the school is shut down because there's murder on the loose. Okay, great so reason to throw a, a party. They're having a party even though there's this like big curfew in place. And so they're having a party during this like lockdown mode. It makes no sense. Yeah. So they're right. all like in this giant house and you like got it right on. Like murders start to happen. It dwindles down to six people. Does it, is it actually there's, six? I think. It's uh-huh. close. Okay. And there's like... <coughs> Um, there's a scene where like the best friend goes to the garage to get more beer, which is like the basement mm-hmm. scene you were talking about. Yeah. And she turns around and he's like standing there. It's so scary. But it's there's so scary. A cat or a bird? Something. I don't there's know. some animal. There's something. And she turns and she's like, Billy, why are you wearing that mask? Uh-huh, and she uh-huh. like thinks it's her boyfriend trying to like fuck her in the garage. Of course it is. <laughs> and of she course. like comes she like flirts with him and then he like attacks her. And she it's one of the most horrible I don't even know how it's much you want to know, but she gets killed. 
Yes. But can I say that's also the scene where we find out that the ghost face killer outfit is actually... Would you expect the robe to be matte or sparkly? <laughs> I would expect it to be matte. It's a it's sparkly, sparkly robe. <laughs> oh the lighting. They go close up. I'm like, his robe sparkly. is sparkly. It's so sparkly. Like, yeah. I also love that you called him Ghostface Killer, <laughs> which is no, a his, member of the Wu Tang. No, it is. And I no, know or I guess Killa is the sorry, name. Killa, sorry. No, his, he's actually called Ghostface. Mm-hmm. He okay, for the record, Enter the 36 Chambers, I think, came out in 1992. I was just about to Google Ghostface Killa. Google um, uh, 36 Chambers. Yeah, but I don't think, don't his, I don't think his birth name was Ghostface Killa. <laughs> his God-given name. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, 26 go- what? Google 36 Chambers. Did- Enter the 36 Chambers. I, I just accidentally, yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> I typed in 26 Chambers. It pulled up 26 Chambers Street downtown. You're doing 26 Chambers. I just changed oh, okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so what year did that come out? 93. So this. Yeah, 93. Yeah. Right. So Ghostface is the name of the killer. Okay, but the for the record, the... Scream, Ghostface Killer was already, already... a well-known rapper yeah. before yeah, this came for out. For sure. And also, okay. Ghostface is the name of the killers. There are two. I knew it. Which yes. you kind yeah. of got. Okay. I knew it. Okay. <laughs> Called it. Yes. Okay, so the big party gets down to three. Um, there's also a, a drive into the, a tree moment. <laughs> there is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gail Weathers yes. drives into a tree. We think she's dead. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, right, because um, she disappears later, then she shows up and shoots him and saves yeah. the day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Prad being revealed, like there's a weird zoom in at the fountain scene where they're like, you think he might be guilty, Prad. Like yeah. you said, we might questioned him earlier and you do and he gets exonerated a little bit and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. he literally gets taken into the police station uh-huh. for the murder of Drew Barrymore Whoa. and then exo- like they're like no yeah. it's fine yeah. okay, okay. and they're like Billy's back at school yeah 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 everyone talks like that and Sean <laughs> is Sean his accomplice his Sean no who's the Sean what's that guy's name his face is so creepy anyway there's a double they're accomplices or they're partners. twins? No. Oh. It's just another stupid... But he's kind of, like... The he's character you were describing, you. like, where he's, like, around because he has to be. Like, he seems like that guy. Yeah. They're so weird. And they... It's like your Sean is split into two people. I got it. So and there's, like, a, he's killer. split into, like, evil Sean and good uh-huh. Sean. Yes. Okay. And Sean cool. is also obsessed with movies. And at this party, they're watching a scary movie. Yeah, of course. And he pauses the movie and he's like, couple rules. Never say yeah. you'll be right back. Never, like, always look behind you. And he lists all the things mm-hmm. not to do. And then they all do it and they all die. But then Nev is privy to all the drama, and she's like, you're the killer, why would you do this, blah, blah, blah. Her dad is, like, bound on the ground, and she's talking to the mm. two killers, and they basically, in the moment of her catching them, yeah. try to frame the dad. And they're like, if we stab ourselves and stab you, and the police come, we can frame your dad, but we have to kill you. <laughs> and oh, so they try shit. to frame her, but she gets out a lot. Okay, okay. Wait, why, did, why are they killing everybody? Um, because <laughs> so here, here we go. This is the controversy of Scream. There's like a big. This is like the one moment where the movie tries to comment on anything outside of like the horror genre, where it's like we watch. I we don't know. We watched a lot of horror movies growing up and played a lot of violent video games. Oh God! And it's a really off. terrible, terrible movie. And then they're like, "Isn't it scarier though when we don't have any motive?" Mm-hmm. Oh. Isn't that the scary part? But then the Which... your Pratt character has a slight motive in that Nev Campbell's mother sleeps with his father. Like there way was back some adultery, when. but 
But and that's either okay. way, killed her. Okay, but either way, okay. there's like, there's not. It's not a fine line between being someone who would stab someone to death and not being, and being someone who wouldn't stab someone to death. Yeah. Like if you're a killer, you're a killer. Right. And it's just this casual teenage boy and his friend. Well, it's, which just makes it really meaningless to me. I guess uh, that seems lame. Like my my roommate, <laughs> just, uh, my roommate watches a lot of the true crime documentaries, mm. and just like real life killers are so much scarier and creepier than that. Mm-hmm. So it's disappointing. It is. Mm-hmm. It's pretty disappointing, especially because of all the scaries. Yeah. Scary times. Um, some of the murders are really cool. Like they, as cool as Final Destination. I've never seen it. Not quite as... You haven't... I don't know if you guys Final knew this, Destination but is afraid. a horror movie, but I almost wouldn't put it quite in the same horror genre. It's almost just like... Uh, like... Like... Uh, death scene porn. Yes. It's, it's like... There, it's a series of... Like, the movie exists to come up with creative ways to kill teens. Mm-hmm. Um, not like a specific killer... Like, the plot of that movie is that there's a group of teens, they cheat death, and then death comes back for them over the course of the movie. Hmm. So, like, they'll, like, it'll be all sorts of weird, gruesome ways for them to Why die. Why they it's cheat like, death? You, uh, like, I think one of them maybe gets, like, a flash of clairvoyance. Mm-hmm. Um, so they'll be, I think one of them, they're driving in a car, and there's, uh, the, the, every, so, like, this is why the movie's good, is because they're good at taking all these situations that you know you have thought about as like a as like a way to die you have mm-hmm. pictured that yourself and then they do it in the movie mm-hmm. so they're driving behind one of those trucks that has like a bunch of logs on it or mm-hmm. like or like uh, steel rods mm-hmm. and one of them envisions that like a crash happening and the steel rod flies yeah. back goes through the window like through their heads yeah. um, and <laughs> then cut back to like Present, like present moment, they avoid it right at the last minute because one of them saw it coming like magically. Mm-hmm. But then for the rest of the movie, all of them like are going about their lives and they're all getting killed in these mm-hmm. weird way, like freak accident mm-hmm. ways. In the order that they would have originally died. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Never have to watch that. Yeah, which I'm glad about because I'm yeah. scared. But you watch it for. <laughs> The death scenes, mm-hmm. you know? It's like you watch a heist movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you watch Ocean's Eleven. Not because it's, like, the best. Like, I watched that recently, and it's like, ugh, so much of that movie is just, like, bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, like, uh, but what's cool so about fun. it is it's so fun to watch their yeah. plan get yeah. played out. Like, Absolutely. that's what, mm-hmm. why the movie exists. You know what's going to happen. They're all going to die. Yeah, but exactly. you're like, how is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? Mm, interesting. Yeah. Well... Um, Okay, so... So, yeah, it doesn't have a lot of... Um, you don't feel very satisfied by this movie, the screen. So, and what is Gail Weathers doing there? You know, she's a weather <coughs> she's a weather person. <coughs> For, like, the reporter. local TV station? Or? She's, she like, is, right place, right time. She is reporting on the murders. She's mm. She has written a book about Nev Campbell's mother's murder. And okay. so she is really, at some point, Nev Campbell punches her in the face. Because she, okay, uh-huh. here's the thing, is that she <coughs> is arguing, there's a guy in jail, you know, it's really exciting. Um, there's a guy in jail for the murder of her mother, wrong guy. Yeah. Gail Weathers is arguing for his innocence. Oh, which, I see. Here's another cool thing about the movie is that they call it, they reference him as Cotton, which is actually a reference to a real case that happened at Elon University where a guy was put away 
uh, by a, a college student because she identified him. It was like a lineup situation. She identified him wrong, wrongful Whoa. identification. Oh, no. And then Billy is like, Cotton didn't kill your mom. I killed your mom. Yeah. Got it. So Gail Weathers was right all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's like just trying but to. But she and Nev live. And her name is Sydney. But I like Holly a lot for her. Mm-hmm. I got the last letter and the number of syllables it's right. Be a y. Mm-hmm. She looks like a Holly. Sydney yeah. Holly. It's a bad movie. <laughs> but also... um, wait, so uh, the last scene, mm-hmm. what happened there? Like, I didn't see him actually get shot or anything. I think that was just a like a device thing where they wanted him to be dead but not be dead right yeah so she he, stabs him um, an umbrella there's but two why killers. does why does Gail say um, you know like I got my safe the safety room that okay time. well you can clarify that but before this happens Sydney Holly mm-hmm. puts on the fucking scream outfit mm-hmm. and attacks her boyfriend with an um, the end of an umbrella and stabs him in the like chest and shoulder oh. with like a pointy umbrella thing. Uh-huh. So you think he's dead from that? You don't actually think he's dead because she's like eh! and like stabbing him with an umbrella. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's like barely going in. Anyway, and then the safety <coughs> thing is, I think you said it. She tries to shoot him or she takes a gun, tries to shoot him earlier. The safety's off and he like whacks her and thinks. She's dead. Uh huh. But a cop does a uh, well-to-do cop. Yeah. David Arquette does die for her. I knew, like, I didn't. I forgot that David Arquette was in the movie, but mm-hmm. it, that's exactly the yeah. type of cop I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And then they like, got married. Who? IRL. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is life art or is art life? You oh know? my god! Yeah, totally. It's like John Snow <laughs> and and. Uh, and uh, um, Oh my god, what's, yeah, what's that character's name? Brigitte. Egret. Egret, right, right, right. Brigitte. Brigitte. Louisa. Uh, I asked you if you'd seen Game of Thrones. And no, I'm like, I, are you fucking kidding? I don't know you very well, but then I was like, <laughs> <See> <laughs> I regret. <laughs> way too many times and read the books. I think the final season's going to be bad. Yeah, the la- the most recent one was uh, had a lot of disappointing moments. Yeah, so I think the next one's going to be even worse. I think the writers are sweating bullets. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we can't do anything, right? Mm, it's just bad. hard, because part of what was so cool about Game of Thrones was that it was a fantasy with that didn't do the fantasy tropes. Like, I'm rewatching it right now, because mm-hmm. it's April is when it's... Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping to that. be, like, caught up again in April, or, like, refreshed. Um, and in the fir- in, like, season one... It's amazing. So many characters make these like promises to each other. Like Ned saying to John, like, we'll talk about your mother when I see you next. And mm-hmm. like that stuff is in so many fantasy movies. And then it's like at the end, like, yes, they talk, he finds out. And like so Game sad. of Thrones is so great because it's like then, spoiler alert. By oh, the no. Way. Open, but, open like, highway uh, here. <laughs> uh, Ned, you know, dies. And so like so many of these quote promises that are supposed to happen don't get kept and it makes the other little things like the fact that Arya has kept her sword this whole time Mm -hmm. it makes those things so much more meaningful Mm -hmm. but I think Game of Thrones is now getting into the Lord of the Rings territory where it's I mean I don't know what they'll do in the last season maybe they'll surprise us all and it'll be really great but it does seem like they kind of have to do a fight between good and evil Mm -hmm. uh, which it's never been um, and so it might just like it might just be too difficult a landing to stick. Oh my gosh. I don't think it'll be... Pr- I'm so excited. Uh, I'm very excited to watch bad. it too. Um, 
I personally, I personally was super disappointed with Lost as the ending of that. Did you guys watch that show? But I heard about the ending. Yeah, some people love it, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm gonna watch it one day. Uh, uh, But I was very disappointed with that. But that was also like a super hard landing to stick because, without giving any spoilers, what's fun about like the first four or five seasons of watching Lost is that literally, like when in college, when my friends would be watching it. I didn't watch it for the first like season or two, but I would be in the other room and I would just hear them scream, "What?" Uh, from the other room because Lost will show you like you'll expect it's this, and then stuff will happen where it's like, "What? How? Why is there a this? Why is this there? Uh, why is this thing happening?" Um, and they're so good at like giving you quite like the most interesting questions to obsess over with the show. But then when it came to like actually answering those questions, you know, you have to answer them at some point. Yeah. And it was kind of like a lame cop out answer that didn't feel like it actually answered everything. Shoot. Interesting. I'm going to watch it one day. One time I was during the dragon, last dragon episodes that were like huge with the last season. Of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I, wasn't, I was a week off, which is like my own fault, I guess, because it's uh-huh. like the most famous show of all time, whatever. <coughs> but there's this woman on the train talking about the ice, like the big thing, like the dragon thing. And I hadn't watched it yet. And I asked her to stop talking about it. In like it. the so last oh. train. <laughs> so funny I had to I was like you're talking so loud and I can't do like what am I gonna do like plug my ears I was just like hey there's like such a funny New York moment like hey I'm actually not caught up do you mind like just not just I'm so sorry there's that um, (laughs) Natasha Rothwell sketch on the characters where she plays that like like a panhandler who's on the train and is like, if you don't give me money, I'm going to spoil Game of Thrones because I've read the books. <laughs> the public library. But honestly, I was mad about that. Books, like, like, Well, because she literally gives actual spoilers in the oh show. No. Of, of stuff that at the time that that came out were actual spoilers. They had not gotten to that point in the show yet. So she, she, get, she read the books, wrote the sketch that has spoilers from the books for the show before the show had hit that point. So like literally unless you read the books, you this watching this sketch was actually going to spoil like that's give bad. you severe Game of Thrones spoilers. Um <laughs> and I was like that's a little shitty to do. Uh Um I feel like do an actual spoiler warning. You know what I mean? Yeah, like so people can like fast forward this sketch or something. Yeah, that's bad. Cuz she talked about it? Joffrey dying. Yeah, yeah you could right? easily you could easily um do the sketch with fake details from yeah. It, yeah. Which I think would be even funnier, where you could, like, make up shit that, like, Although is, like, stereotypical a, Game of Thrones stuff. It carries a real punch to do real spoilers. Yeah. Because you're having a reaction mm-hmm. to it. Which I am. That's true, that's true. That's true. It's provocative. Yeah. When does it defer or divert from the books? Oh, uh, well, at this point, they're past where the books would be. But there's a bunch of stuff, I'd say, starting from, like, Maybe see like season a little bit here and there in season three, season four, and then by like season five. What were they? What was the last season? Seven. Seven, seven and then split in two. I would say season six and seven for sure were very different than the books. Mm. Do you think Ned's alive? In the books? No, in the final season. No. What I do don't you think know is how. Happen? What about the two? We might see men? flashbacks. What's that guy's name? Uh, the, the three-eyed raven, the guy no, of many face, many face. The coin man who has. Oh, a Jack and Hagar. Yeah. 
like, do you think? I think like, I don't think Arya kills him, right? Does Arya? I can't remember. I don't know. I feel like Ned's alive, and I don't know how. Yeah, honestly, there's a little thing in the back of my head that is like, I wonder if they figure out a way to bring Ned back. But his head is gone. It was literally on a but spike it in been King's Landing. Person. What are you what? talking about? <laughs> with, like, with his with face, on face on it? With his face on them. Oh my god. Oh my god, I Julie. Don't, no, Ju- I mean, that would be insane. <laughs> Guys, I'm very good at writing TV Ooh. shows and stories and books. <sighs> Man. I just don't want him to be dead. I feel like his death was the biggest moment in TV history. Along <laughs> That goes... <laughs> yeah. Remember, I said the scariest moment. The biggest moment. scare of Garden, <laughs> from State. Garden State. Yeah. Is it okay that we're just talking about Game of yeah, Thrones Yeah, we can wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, this is the Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, we can wrap this up. But I think Ned's alive is the moral of Scream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ned's alive. Ned Campbell. <laughs> um, yeah, the reason I love this movie is because even though it is unfinished and unsatisfying in many ways, it's like the first foray into meta, meta yeah, yeah, film, yeah. Right. which mm-hmm. is like, of course, you're mm-hmm. still figuring it out. But I like that they took the leap yeah. because without it, who knows if we would have such masterpieces mm-hmm. as Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, the yeah. characters are aware they're in a scary movie. Yeah, I just think like there's a there, uh, some of my favorite movies are the commentary ones. Like I love Hot Fuzz; it's one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies. Me too. But in that one, like I think the way to do it is you have to you can't just comment on it. Like in Hot Fuzz, there's a part where um, I uh, what's his name movie. the the bigger guy. Uh, not Simon Pegg, but his like best friend in the movie. I forget what that actor's name is. There's a part where he lists through all the cliches, and mm-hmm. he even watches all like the cop movies. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Have you ever like just shot your gun up in the air and yelled no?" Right. <laughs> um, and the whole time, Simon Pegg's character is like, "No, I've never done that. Never done that. Never done that." Uh, and he's like, "That's stupid. That's stupid." Um, but then they make all that stuff happen, but like they have like a good reason mm-hmm. for doing it. Uh, but maybe maybe none of that could have happened without Scream kind of yeah. like breaking yeah. the surface yeah. first. And like Shaun of the Dead, all those. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, it's Nick Frost. Oh, yeah, Nick you're Frost. right, right, right. Yeah, Nick yeah. Frost, yes. Um, I love Hot Fuzz. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, yeah Scream created a new genre, and Drew Barrymore's a genius. Yeah. And uh, from a, it. descended from a long line of actors. Yeah, the Barrymore Theater in Broadway is her family. Yeah. Who is? They were like, the Barrymores were actors in like the 1800s. Yeah. Like she's, they were probably friends with like the Booths. Oh like she's, she's like, Drew Barrymore is like a princess or something. Yeah. Of, of, of the theater. theater. They yeah. were actors like when acting was a completely different thing. Mm-hmm. She's royalty. And yeah. it fits because she's magic. She's great. Um, we either bring up Drew Barrymore or Newsies on every episode awesome. so far. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Barrymore. Um, uh, well, in a way... Gail Weathers is, you know, a, a modern day newsie. Because she's a news reporter. <laughs> she's making those papes. <laughs> Selling those papes. Of all time. Um, so, Zach, thank you for being yeah. on our show. Thanks for having thank me, you. guys. I'm sorry we took so many um, detours, unless that's the point Did of it. Did you just apologize? Um, yeah. Every episode is what it is. Great, great, great. Um, so, would you like to tell our listeners how they can maybe watch you perform in New York City or follow you on medias or anything? Yeah, totally. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's your boy, Zach Willis. Um, uh, I have two weekly shows in New York City, if you want to come see those. Um, there's Women and Men, which is Saturday nights at 7 o'clock at Subculture. Uh, it's the new space that UCB 
East mm-hmm. kind of moved into. So that's Women and Men, Saturdays at 7. And then Monday nights at 9, uh, my musical improv team, Rumple Teaser, performs. Uh, Women and Men does shows about regrets. You can come and you can uh, write down regrets that you have on a piece of paper, and we use that to inspire our improv. Rumble Teaser just makes up a musical. And then oh, the... they just make up a musical. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh, and then the social Mead uh, place to check me out is Ill Is Dub. I L L I S D U B. At Ill Is Dub on is Instagram. Dub. The way to remember it, it's like Willis. But take off the W, and so you just get Illis, and then write D-U-B, dub, at the end. Yeah, would have never figured that out on my own. That's my Insta. Um, and there's funny stuff on there sometimes, too. Funny little videos Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Also, Rumble Teaser, I'm obsessed with Rumble oh, Teaser. Thank oh, thank Oh my gosh. I've only seen them perform like two or three times, but it's my favorite thing ever. They There's an Instagram for Rumble Teaser, too. Uh, I follow it's them. Just, oh, boy. Um, it's at Rumble Teaser Improv. <laughs> Teaser, T-E-A-S-E-R. There's no Z. Also, did you, do you watch Kimmy Schmidt? Uh, yeah. Uh, I haven't finished the, the whole thing. The final season has like a long joke about cats. So <gasps> really? Oh my cats a musical? Yeah. <clears throat> Why would anybody joke about that? I've also never seen Cats. Oh. Uh, oh. Which would make no... I mean, like, there would be no way to do a spoilers for that one, because I do am there's aware no that it, there's zero story yeah. or plot. Well, that's it's the just joke like, in Kimmy Schmidt. They're like, don't you know you just make up a name and jump on stage? And... We... Yeah, my friend... Uh, <laughs> I'm particularly dumb. <laughs> my friend Molly and Gaby... My, Molly Gaby and I want to do improvised Cats, where somebody's just like, particularly dumb, and we're like, oh, I'm particularly dumb to you, but Particularly dod to me, particularly dod, particularly do, particularly dod. We three are, you know, like that's literally like, cats. That, that was yeah, cats. That's, that's, it. Like, that's it. So bad. That's they it. also danced in the most recent revival. I unfortunately saw it, and they were in the audience dancing so close to you and making eye contact with you, Ooh. full adult cat makeup, on. just like cod pieces, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> looking straight at you. <sighs> anyway, um, cool. So Rumple Teaser and Women and Men. Yes. Thank you for being here. Thank Thank you you so much for having me, guys. So, Mary, what is 29 times 2? 58. Good. Fucking nailed it. That was fast. Fucking nailed it. Fucking nailed it. That's our show. Bye. This has been a Rock Rising Productions podcast. Thanks for listening.